Hashtag SAFM Sound Awake. What I have in my hand is a guina, known to some as a vet cook. And to be clear, that has nothing to do with an animal doctor in the kitchen. It's a bona fide culinary classic. And depending on where you are, you could be having it with processed meats like mangola, special, and bologna. And the spicy mango condiment, atcher. You can also enjoy them with mincemeat. It's fantastic with a black coffee or similar DJs. <laughs> now, with black coffee or black tea in winter, so impactful is this to South African culture that we now speak of a DJ Vetcook versus Mahuda or the TV sensation Vetcook Palace. It's getting cold. Before you go, I'll wrap this up like the sportscaster Robert Mirawa. <clears throat> Quim! Shilele. <laughs> Back to you in studio. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, Mr. Bob O'Connor, good morning this morning. Oh, is that your real name, sir? Well, it depends, Mandela. It really depends. Uh, you know, it's uh, early in the morning here in South Africa. I could be chatting to you, or I could hand the phone to the other guy. Tyson seems to hang around me all the time. But yeah, it's a uh, good morning to you, Mandela. <laughs> Ladies and gentlemen, Tyson Gobeni, the one and only. <laughs> Pleasure to have you, Tyson. How are you? <laughs> I'm okay. I'm okay. How are you doing? <laughs> uh, I'm sorted. I'm yeah. sorted. Uh, you're dangerous, my brother. You're dangerous. <laughs> oh, wow. No, it's, it's, it's actually good to chat to you. <laughs> good to have you. Thank you for waking up so early. I mean, where did Tyson start with this? I mean, has Tyson always been a comedian? Uh... <laughs> I don't know if it's developed uh, over the years, you know. Um, if I think of where it started, uh, probably at home, even though, like, as a very, very young kid, I wasn't necessarily, like, out there. Like, I'm actually naturally quite introverted, um, but I'm the last of four children. So in terms of watching to people, watching people, listening to them, observing them, uh, that's, that's probably where it all started. And then... By the time I got to high school, I started like mimicking the people around us, like the teachers and stuff, and we'd have a bit of a laugh. And then slowly, yeah, got into comedy and then was very fortunate eventually to go and study uh, theater and also journalism at Rhodes. Uh, and then that's where the kind of the, the, the start of the craft really started. My first year was 2010. And then, uh, yeah, just been going from there. I am still battling to, un, to to make sense of some of the funniest, the most entertaining people in the entertain, entertainment industry are introverts. Mm. How is that? I, I, I can't make sense of it. <laughs> Yo, um, so I, I don't know. Well, in, in my case, I suppose um, I tend to be... in. When I'm in a new environment, especially, and I'm around people that I don't know, um, I tend to be, like, very, 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 very quiet, and I kind of retreat into myself. But even in that state, there's literally, you know, you're just kind of soaking up, like, the environment, uh, how people are responding to each other, um, you know, the kind of, like, I don't know, the kind of, like, uh, energy or mood that's in the room you know you you start to become really really like uh aware of that and then when i started kind of realizing that okay the the humor can be an interesting kind of outlet that is just about slowly you know reflecting maybe those things that you've seen like over like a long long time 
Yeah, but uh, it comes from, I suppose, when you're kind of in that quiet state, you're not just idle, but you're soaking up a lot of what people are, are doing, you know? Yeah, the, uh, I suppose you guys are the most observant people you can ever find. Yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely. Um, just because, yeah, you kind of, you take the time to um, to just be like hyper aware of, of, of your environment. So it's interesting. It's very interesting. Gee, COVID-19 comes around. Yeah. Has it affected you in any way? If so, how? It definitely. Um, I mean, I work as a, as a performer, both, you know, on, on stage and uh, at times on screen a lot, and a lot of the time in the voice booth. So um, work came to like a complete halt in that sense. Um, and a lot of uh, projects that we were busy with, especially with voice work, they just got uh, like postponed, obviously for, for safety reasons. So the beginning of the lockdown, the, those initial weeks, I'd probably even say like that initial month was quite um, quite intense of like not knowing like when things would pick up and just being in the, you know, the same situation as, as most South Africans really, that uncertainty of not knowing how long we're going to be in this for. So, um, yeah, and then the, I think it was uh, towards the middle of April where some, some, I was approached actually by people at church who were like, hey, do a live, a Facebook live comedy thing. And then I thought, ah, it's going to take actually a, a longer time because I wanted to do it on that weekend of like the middle of April. And then I'm like, hey, it's going to take longer than that to craft jokes that are good enough. So maybe we can do skits instead. And so that first Bob O'Connor um, skit was part of like a longer like news parody kind of thing. And then eventually at the end of April, I just posted it, you know, that clip alone. And then things just kind of went on from there, yeah. I, I must confess, uh, watching Bobo Kana, uh, yeah, it was difficult to separate reality from uh, a skit. Eh? I thought he was the <laughs> real deal. <laughs> you know, I, I hear that a lot. I actually hear that a lot, even this past week, because um, people are discovering it pretty much like every day. You know, there's some people who haven't, um, maybe who haven't been like on social media or who haven't received them because you know, they get shared on WhatsApp as well. And and someone, again, a few days ago was saying, you know, I actually thought this was a real news clip until I started reading the comments. <laughs> so it's, it's very interesting and funny to, 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 to see people's responses that way. I, I wanted to find out if you, you, you spent some time on West End at, at one point in your career. <laughs> I wish. Uh, I wish. That would be amazing uh, someday, to, you know, to... Um, to perform on the West End or even Broadway, um, but but no, like fully fully South African. I've never even been to the to the UK or to the States for that matter. Um, but yeah, you know, in better circumstances, hopefully would you know would would love to to set foot that side. <laughs> the accent is impeccable, and and <laughs> looking at the <laughs> comments you. on your Twitter page, people are like, hey, man. The comment is like there, I mean the accent. And then I start thinking, you know, there are people currently who make a lot of money teaching people accents, and they're very difficult to master. For you, mm. it's like uh, water on a duck's back. <laughs> Thank you very much. Um, again, again, I think it came over, over, over time. Um, when I was much younger, I suppose. It, 
when I think about high school, the the, the interest was probably just, uh, you know, m- mimicking people as like closely as possible. But over time, like especially as I started to understand and to study like performance, it became more a sense of um, getting the feeling right. Like it's not just about like putting on a voice, but it's about fully, fully understanding like who this character is. And then when you when you do have that kind of understanding, then there's like a uh, like a feeling that you go with. So if a character kind of feels complete and feels full, that serves the way that they end up like speaking. So uh, of course there's a lot of listening that that occurs with that, and and there's a lot of listening to like you know American news anchors and weather people and all of these funny clips that I've seen and films that I've seen over the years, but. Um, it's quite interesting to see how it started from a point of like listening and then to a point of uh, like understanding what each character feels like before kind of diving in. Yeah. Oh, oh, obviously, you do realize that uh, you're feeling a vacuum that uh, many of us have felt because we consume so much news via the usual socials and we yeah. need a, a form of escapism for balance and this is where you come in. And I'm, mm. I'm, I'm wondering now, now that uh, you, know, you were saying earlier work has stopped, if uh, there is some way of uh, generating some revenue to keep you going. Um, yes, thankfully. Yeah. Hey, um it's been incredibly, yeah, it's been a, I mean, we're all in this like very, very, very strange situation, but um, probably after the second clip, because, you know, I mean, it could have been like a fluke, like the first kind of clip. I mean, everyone goes viral, jumped by luck or, or whatever. But I think after the second kind of clip, maybe there was a realization that, okay, this is interesting. Uh <laughs> And also, this is this is obviously quite deliberate, and then there's a there's a skill there. So, yeah, people started expressing um, interest, and then uh, a couple of brands like started like approaching. And uh, we did one. Uh, it was actually a, a funny one for World Whiskey Day uh, with one of the um, the whiskey brands. But because we our <laughs> lockdown parameters like, yeah. had no alcohol. <laughs> In, the character ended up reviewing a glass of water as if it was whiskey. You know those connoisseurs when they think about, mm, oh, the woody notes are coming through here. It's dancing around the palate and tastes great. Uh, and so, so that was a, a fun kind of campaign, I think, which really understood uh, kind of the character and his observational nature. So, so yeah, so, so there's been interesting opportunities to work with brands and, and discussions are also like kind of ongoing at the moment, potentially for more col- collaborations. So it's been... Yeah, it's been a strange time, but also, um, yeah, I've been blessed to have those opportunities. Has Bob been a game changer for you career-wise? Without a doubt. Um, without a doubt. Um, you know, yeah, I've been, there's things that I've been doing, like, over the years uh, in, in performance. And I never would have expected for something something like this, you know, like just a, a character that really started out as a, as a joke between friends, just laughing at, you know, changing the voice. Um, and then over the years, he became like a fuller, a much fuller character. So I think also the timing of it, the fact that it's happening now when um, when Bob as a character was further along in his development even, if I can call it that, um, is very, very interesting and super unexpected, but I'm, I'm incredibly grateful for, for everything that's that 
that's happening as a result, yeah. Uh, if I may ask you to indulge us on the on the stop nonsense issue. Yeah. <laughs> what happens with the stop nonsense? <laughs> well, for for those who are yet to 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 watch it. Well, you see, when I arrived shortly after arriving in the, the townships of South Africa, I stood next to what looked like a monument of an engineering phenomenon, and it wasn't a wall; it was a stop nonsense. A South African engineering phenomenon which dates back millennia. You see, the interesting thing is that on the other side of that structure is nonsense. <laughs> a burglar? Nonsense. Your neighbor's snot-nosed kid throwing a ball over the wall? Yeah, that's nonsense, too. And it's kept out by that thing there. You see, it's made out of anti-nonsense compounds found only in the southern parts of Africa. A certain American politician wanted to build one of those along the southern border, but South Africa said no. Back to you in studio, Mandela. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> hey. <laughs> this is literally turning the mirror on us, isn't it? <laughs> Absolutely. Um, it's... Yeah, it's it's actually very very interesting because um, with with the uncertainty and the anxiety that we're kind of in, there came a point. Obviously, it was prompted maybe by you know people who wanted a, a skip, but it came to a point of what on earth can I be creative about? Like I can't go out, I can't chat to a group of people, but uh, you know, home is is Soweto. I mean. I'm in Soweto with like my family, and it became a case of like, okay, what is around me? How can I be creative with the environment? Um, and then that kind of prompt then led to to the spiral of everything happening. And it started <laughs> started like you know with the war, we stopped nonsense of of Lafayette Ikaya, and then just went on from there <laughs> with things that are distinctly South African, but even more specific things that are unique to the township lived experience. Which school did you go to, Tyson? And and I'm thinking of your English teacher. Yeah. Um, I actually think about my my teachers a lot. Yeah. <laughs> I went to primary school. I was uh, Fairways here in Joburg, um, but I left. I left Joburg. Uh, I wanted to play music, so I ended up going to Springs Boys High on the East Rand. Um, they have a marching band there, and I want. They were the national champions for a very long time. I wanted to play for the champions. Um, so, so yeah, I went to Springs Boys High School, yeah. Interesting stuff. Uh, by the way, congratulations are in order. You're part of Dakarani Sesame. Yes, thank you. Thank you. It's been, that's also been an incredible, incredible journey. Uh, it started late last year, um, joining the Sesame family. Um, and then, um, yeah, we shot the, the season in October and November last year. And then uh, it, it recently just started uh, on SABC. And yeah, I play a new character. His name is Jag. Um, he's a five-year-old, five-and-a-half-year-old uh, Muppet. He's, he's fairly, fairly shy, but he's got a best friend, uh, Batna. She's also around the same age, five-and-a-half. They're always playing and running into trouble, maybe trying to solve problems. And then they, they, they try and try until they overcome whatever problems they're facing in their play space. And then, um, yeah, it's a it's a five minute segment that that features here on Zakalani, but uh, the characters are also.
global. So everything that we shot here is going to be dubbed into languages for Sesame across the world. So they're going to dub our work into German, into Spanish, uh, into Arabic, into um, some other African languages across the, the continent as well. So, so yeah, it's been an incredible, incredible journey. Do you lend your writing um, talents in there? Because, because besides being an actor and a comedian, you also write as well. Are you part, also part of the writing team on Dakalani Sesame? Um, I'm mainly kind of a performing. Um, so there's a, a dedicated like writing team, and then <clears throat> towards the end of their process, we get the the script. But there are opportunities to to kind of make changes, even like at that stage, like of the process. So. It's an incredibly um, collaborative like environment. Um, so when we do find opportunities to um, to make subtle changes in service of you know the message and the script, then those opportunities like are there. But uh, but there is like a core um, writing team um, that I'm not uh, necessarily like a part of. Yeah. Hopefully in time. We're chatting to Tyson Gubeni, alter ego Bob O'Connor. A newsman who is helping the world understand how things operate down here. Any offers, any, 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 any news networks uh, overseas who actually believed that uh, you are the real deal, who've uh, kind of made offers and suddenly realized that uh, they were dealing with a talented comedian here? <laughs> um, no, there, there weren't, <laughs> there weren't uh, such offers uh, that came in. Um, but... Um, but yeah, it, it, it's been interesting to see responses of people maybe who aren't uh, South African. Not to say that it's, it's taken off to the extent that it has here, but uh, for example, there's been a lot of engagement um, with people like across the SADC region. So I'm getting, I'm chatting to a lot of people in Botswana who are who are seeing the work. Um, a lot of people from uh, Zimbabwe as well, Swaziland, Lesotho, and. Um, and yeah, it, it's been interesting to, to see those responses. And over the past week, uh, actually, I was very surprised. It, the, the clips have made their way to, um, to expats based overseas. So apparently there's these huge WhatsApp, WhatsApp groups in like major cities sometimes. And I was chatting to a guy who's in New York and he's saying, this came into our WhatsApp group and everyone's like going mad over it. And I was like, that's actually so interesting. But at the same time, understandable since it's, it's distinctly South African in its uh, topic. Um, but uh, no news net. <laughs> I've got uh, online trader Bonga Mbogazi, who's at uh, Bonga underscore online. He says, funny right there, like the way you pronounce Marawa. <laughs> Thank you, Bonga. Thank you. Uh, <laughs> Um, yeah, you know, you know how it is sometimes. I mean, a lot of it is also based on you know things that we've seen over the years when when foreign correspondents come to come to your country and uh, very often you know they they do whatever bit of digging that they do and then they they speak sometimes with a, with an authority that isn't necessarily like representative of things that are truly truly happening. So yeah, and then you know sometimes how they butcher our names. Um, yeah, without even thinking, and yeah, so so it, it, it's a characteristic that that's kind of uh, comes from that. Which he's just so with the okay, no, I've said like I've pronounced all the consonants, all the vowels, and meanwhile, you know, it's going sideways. <laughs> <laughs> Can you be any other character besides Bob? 
Yo, many, many, many. And the exciting thing now is with this little community that's building is to start, uh, you know, sharing. Um, you know, there's uh, Mabel Connor. And it's also um, Cheryl from Swainbird. So, um, she's got a lot to, to say about a lot of things happening in uh, South Africa. Oh, you can also speak to that generic advert voice that you hear on your radio station. So there are a lot of guests <laughs> um, that I'm excited to share over, yeah, over, over time. You scare me, dude. <laughs> you, you scare me. <laughs> oh, boy. You are about to travel. By the look of things, as soon as we get to level one, you are about to hit the road in a big way, I suspect. I hope so. <laughs> I I really really hope so. Um, and and I think what excites me as well is the opportunity to, I suppose, just to do different things uh, creatively and to um, and to show the different forms in which kind of comedy can um, can be expressed. Um, so yeah, so there's some incredible actors that you know, um, like I studied with. You know, who, who do like very, very similar work. Um, so it'll be interesting again to start like collaborating also with, with different creatives, and, and that is still coming because really those conversations with uh, South African content creators have been happening. So the opportunities for collaboration and just to show a different side of South African comedy is very, very exciting. You, you must be doing a lot of voiceover work. Um, yeah, um, over, the, over the years. Uh, definitely um, was fortunate some time ago to, to start dubbing. Um, you know, you know, the, uh, on DSTV you have like some TV channels. Some of them are dedicated to airing Indian soapies and Indian films. Um, so one of one of those dubbing studios is based like in Bryanston, for example. And then you audition for a character, and then you end up like uh, yeah, dubbing that into into English. From whatever the, um, the the Indian like the language from India would have been, and then uh, yeah, those opportunities. I've done some work for brands as well, like some digital adverts, um, and I think one thing for for radio. But I I love voice work. I'm fascinated by voices, and yeah, I'm just excited to keep on learning and keep on growing in that. Yeah. When the opportunity finally presents, I'd love to see you and Trevor Noah having a chat on the Daily Show and see how that pans out. <laughs> that would be great. Um, you know, there's been, <laughs> there's been a lot of uh, support like over the past, uh, I don't know, five weeks or so that we've been doing this and literally every single week uh, you've got like a, a few people tagging Trevor saying, uh, I bring this guy onto your show. Uh, this would be cool. Um, yeah, it would be. It would really be um, be great to meet him and to uh, and to chat him and whatever capacity. Yeah. Also, the the other thing that killed me was watching the transition from Musimai Mani at one place and Musimai Mani <laughs> in Santin. Do you want to indulge us quickly on that one? <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, it depends. You know where you where you catch him, but. Uh, if he was still, you know, in active politics, ever, you know, to the locks, and you would hear him speaking about the economy, which needs to be 
prioritized and addressed so that we can find a way to move forward. But I'll be at the business breakfast a little bit later, and I'll be telling them that we need to be calm about the way that we uh, address you know, and privilege certain situations in our economy. <laughs> so as the DA, uh, we will try and make sure that that happens. Yeah. You know he's listening because he's got uh, that group he calls Batuba 5 a.m. So he's probably listening and thinking, hey, that Tyson. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, we have such interesting characters like in South Africa, you know. <laughs> yeah. I, things can only go up, up, and a lot of light and brightness uh, your way, Tyson. Thank you for bringing the much-needed relief. Who needs alcohol when you can spend some quality time with Tyson, eh? <laughs> exactly. Thank you so much, Mandla. I really appreciate the this time. This can eh? sort you out. How can we find you? Where can we find you? I know if people go to Twitter, they'll find you there. But other areas where we can find you? Yeah, um, pretty much across the major you know, social media platforms. So I'm on Facebook as well, um, Instagram, and also uh, YouTube. The content goes out. YouTube and I'm looking at doing exciting kind of different things um, in terms of like the content that goes out on, on YouTube there as well yeah well Tyson a pleasure to have you my brother we we'll look forward to chatting to you more as uh, you know events unfold in the country thank you ever so much and hold on to your South African passport ne? <laughs> Will do. Thank you so much, Manta. Have a great day. Fantastic. Thank you, Tyson. Tyson, happy Youth Month, by the way. That's oh, thank you. Tyson Gwedi, a.k.a. Bob O'Connor, and a whole lot more. He's an actor, he's a writer, he's a performer. As you heard, hopefully we'll see him on The Daily Show. But, uh, you know, check him out on Twitter and have a good laugh and get yourself seriously sorted out uh, if you're having a bad day. Not with Tyson. It's five minutes to five.